Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, I'm going to do a short video on the the problems I see with the, the Academy Awards and with the way movies and actors, actresses, directors, screenplay, and so forth are chosen and how this is vastly different than how it was done for 40, 50, 60 years, even going back to the original Academy Awards in the 1920s. I'm recording this the day after the Academy Award nominations were released for the 2023 Academy Awards, which will be in March. May and I are not going to do an episode reviewing or what we think, who we think is going to win mostly because many of these movies we have not seen, and so it would be irresponsible for us to do that. We are going to do an episode on overrated Oscar wins in the past, and we'll release that around the time of the Academy Awards. Now, why do I lament the way things are done now? Well, it's mostly because we live in this world now where it's all about optics it's all about inclusion and diversity. It's all about the woke culture. It's all about how things are perceived. And I think in this post-Floyd, post-COVID snowflake culture that we live where you can't, you can't offend anybody, the emperor has no clothes, but you can't say that, that it has hurt the Academy Awards in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. And I think that in the past, America, look, in general, used to be a, a true meritocracy in that those who are talented, those who worked hard, whatever it is, would be recognized for it. And there wasn't so much this idea that we have to recognize people based on other factors aside from a meritocracy. And America has changed the last 20, 30 years where now it's we have to pick things not based on SLM merit, but also put in other handicaps or exclusions to then bump up projects, people, works that were not as good. But since they're underrepresented, we need to compensate for that. So you've seen in the past how Movies were judged on a meritocracy, and now it's different. And we, I remember a few years ago, there was the hashtag on too white, hashtag too white, about the Academy Awards, how when they were released, it might have been the 20, it might have been before COVID, maybe 2019, how there was an uproar from the left about how there were not enough people of color nominated for Academy Awards in acting. And I just found this fascinating because it is kind of like the affirmative action of acting now. We've reached this point where there's an uproar, a hub hub, if we don't have enough Asian representation, black representation, Hispanic representation, female representation in directing or producing or something that's not you know, lead actress, supporting actress. And I think this is hurt. The Academy Awards. I think this. Well, I think this hurts society in general when you put in this uh, 
kind of discrimination to to remedy previous discriminations. And I think that you still hear this uproar where if there's not enough people of color chosen or women, that there's this uproar that the Academy Award is racist and bigoted and, and, and sexist and homophobe and all these things that you're going to hear, the diatribes from, from the radical left. And so I think, it, I think it weakens the Academy Awards and weakens the movies because I think there's times where people are chosen or movies are chosen simply because it's going to appease or assuages the collective white guilt of Hollywood if certain movies or actors are picked. And or you might see actors, actresses of color, directors of color who are not picked where the automatic chorus, though subtle, will be they weren't chosen because of racism, institutionalized racism in Hollywood and in America. And my retort to this is no, maybe they weren't chosen because their performances weren't that good. I've talked about in The Emperor Has No Clothes with Jennifer Lopez, where Jennifer Lopez got that uproar, oh, oh, she needs to get nominated and even win an Academy Award for Hustlers. And anybody that's got two eyes would say, uh, no, she wasn't that good. She was just playing what she always plays in every movie, who is J-Lo. That's what she's playing. But again, there is this mindset from the, the progressive left, and I think from the millennials and the Gen Zers, that we need to have this inclusion of every race and that there can't be anyone offended. I mean, theoretically, some of these people would probably like to have 20 nominees for Best Actress, 20 nominees for Best Actor, and so forth, and six people win an Academy Award out of those 20. I, you know, it's like, no, there's going to be performances that are objectively good that deserve to be recognized regardless of color. Martin Luther King said that. Don't judge people by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And it, the same thing here applies. We need to be like in court, like in justice, color blind. And we talked about that in the episode of Alec Baldwin. You, you need to have just be completely objective on everything. So when you look at movies, you look at actors, actresses, their color and race shouldn't matter. Now the retort is, well, but white Hollywood is dominated. And if it's up to white Hollywood, which I guess you would include the Jews because there's a lot of Jews in Hollywood. White Hollywood, if it was up their way, there'd be no black nominees. Like, no. I mean, some of the best performances were done by minority, minorities. Look at Sidney Poitier when he won his first Academy Award. Look at Denzel and Glory. Look at Edward James Olmos and Stand and Deliver. I mean, there's been great, great performances of people of color before this time of wokeness and inclusiveness that were legitimately excellent performances that deserve to get chosen. And now we live in this world where the pendulum has swung so much to the other side, to the left, where we have to include movies of color, like movies done of people of color or have a cast of, of color. We have to have in Best Actors or Best Supporting Act, we need to have at least one black person or one Asian or one Hispanic. Now let's take a quick break. I wanted to let you know about the other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. We have The Awakened Man, which has been around since the spring of 2017, which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food, big pharma cover-ups, and ways to biohack your life. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel. And there's about 65 essential oils that are 
broken down over there. And then more recently, about two years ago, I just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because I'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And lastly, we have the Confessions of an Obese Child feed, which I started in January 2017, which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child. I was an overweight child and I lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years. So it's a channel, like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood, how to deal with that, how to how to function with that, and also discusses and I interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood, binge eating, binge drinking, and how to deal with that. And there's a lot of great interviews over there. So those are the three other feeds at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. Well, let's get back to the show. And in and, and, and everything, in and director and everything. And when we don't, when there isn't an equal representation, then there is the racist diatribe that's thrown out. And I think this is a, a great disservice. How about we just go to the way it's always been? Best movies deserve to be recognized. Best actors deserve to be recognized. Best actresses deserve to be recognized. And look, best director, same thing, screenplay, best song, best cinematography, whatever, all to go all the way down the awards. And that's the way it should be. And yes, every year there's going to be snubs. It's like some people this year are upset that Tom Cruise wasn't nominated for best actor. No, I think Top Gun, well, we can have a separate episode on like how to save the Academy Awards. Maybe I'll do that as a future episode. But Tom Cruise should not have been nominated for best actor. No, he's playing himself. Like we talk about, May and I talk about in the, in the Tom Cruise three-part filmography, Cruise is playing Cruise, charismatic Cruise. He shouldn't have been nominated. But there's always going to be snubs every year. Every year there's going to be people like this person should have been nominated, regardless if they're a person of color or not. So you're always going to have people who you know are hurt by the fact they weren't nominated. But it's just a different world. Hollywood knows it's a different world. Hollywood, the studios don't want to be lambasted they don't want to be vilified as racist and mostly let's be honest hollywood is radical leftist so part of it is you know a few years ago after floyd we were like and jemima needs to rename itself eskimo pies need to rename themselves because these businesses it was woke capitalism right they didn't want to be seen as racist so they didn't want to be on the wrong side of that narrative and hollywood has done that too now also hollywood the academy awards the academy i should say of motion picture art science has has expanded to include a lot more people of from around the world and that's of course going to include people of color and people of different um, views di- diversity diversity of views and so forth and so i think that maybe plays a little role as well in that but i think no i i think ultimately it's we need to check off certain boxes the academy knows this on one level however the voting and the nominations are all done i think you know, it's a little sketchy there, here and there, but they feel like we need to check off certain boxes and it's important that we check off these boxes. So there's going to be people that deserve to be, to have a, a, a nomination uh, that were snubbed because, but maybe they should have been nominated and recognized, but weren't because of this kind of, this aura and era and milieu of inclusion and diversity and so forth. And I just think that, like MLK says, you should judge things by their work, by their content, and not by their skin color. And I think it goes both ways. Yes, we are all eschew and are completely against institutionalized racism toward people of color. Absolutely. 
And I don't want anyone to think I'm some apologist from the Deep South circa 1954. That being said, it goes both ways. We don't want to discriminate whites or Jews or whoever is running for uh, whoever had a good performance simply because they're white. That's wrong. Racism is wrong both ways. Both ways. And I feel like the Academy Awards are just another outward representation of the world that we live in today, of, of this, we can't hurt anybody's feelings, we have to have inclusive, inclusivity and diversity, we have to do this, do that, check all these boxes off, we don't want to be considered racist, we want to be sensitive to, to all races and colors. I mean, it's going to be a point where are we going to have, like, certainly check off the boxes, we're going to expand the acting from five to ten choices to make sure we have one Asian, at least one Asian, two Hispanics, two Blacks, you know, whatever the, the, the composite population. I think right now Hispanics are the biggest minority group. We're up, I think, 15%. Blacks have been hovering around 12%, 13% for a long time. So are we going to do that? Are we going to have like 10 nominations to, to make sure that there's at least one Asian, one Black, one Hispanic, one Serbian, one person from Burkina Faso, one from, from some someone from Bengali, you know, is that what we're going to do? It just seems ludicrous. Let's just choose these things based on their talent. And I don't think we're in this world of 2023 America where anyone can say that there's a lot of people in Hollywood or intentionally singling out Jordan Peele or Viola Davis for being black, I'm not going to choose you because you're black. We're not really in that world anymore. And look, Michelle Yeoh got picked for Best Actress and might win that. So, I mean, it, we're not in that world. We're in a world that is vastly different from that. But in closing, guys, let's pick movies and let's pick the talent based on their talent and not on some idea that we have to be inclusive. That's like a form of social engineering. And I don't think its place should be in movies and Hollywood and the Academy. Guys, I'll post a poll over at the Cinema Rec Facebook page if you agree or disagree. You'll find two links in the episode notes. One is for PayPal if you want to make a donation to help to defray the cost of hosting this on a server because I don't make any money from this. And lastly, the other one is a link to the website which hosts all four of the Eclectico Gregorio feeds. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rack. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.